this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's Creepshow with comics and cake. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we have successfully watched every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology show, Tales from the Dark Side. We've reported it back to you, and now we are taking a slight diversion into the origins of the show. We're looking at Creepshow. Oh, 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 Creepshow. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How's everybody doing tonight? So good. Matt's bleeding. You're yeah, a, I am. I am. What happened I am, to you? Uh, let's not talk about it. Okay, great. <laughs> Joining us for this very special episode, he's been on the show before, and he's on it again. Please welcome Ted Hansen. Yay! Yay! Hi guys. Hey Ted, Hello. how are you? I'm good. More more Hansons per minute. Than more any yeah. other podcast. <laughs> more Hansons. We're per giving minute. you double Hansons. Double Hansons. This movie is amazing it's amazing right love it i love this movie and i've said twice this evening after watching this movie of course they were like we we could do this as a television show For sure yeah Absolutely. why i know that we've explained that it wasn't they couldn't get creep show to be the name of the tv show yeah the, it's because the um that was owned i believe by universal or by paramount and there was there was licensing bananas going on and so they were just like well all right, let's just do basically the same thing, but call it something else. Which, Tales from the Dark Side, we loved. I mean, we we loved the show. We know that it had its up, its sounds, its yeah. creamy middles. Uh, <laughs> but I think it, that show would have benefited from... Being the, this movie? <laughs> well, <laughs> the comic book motif. But yeah, yes. more, more of the framing devices and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and just the stylistic choices they made. I, I agree. So we're not going to guess or do some of the normal things that we would do for an episode. So I'm just going to throw it to Jen for the sweet deets. Sweet, sweet deets. All right. Well, we are going to uh, we're going to start in order uh, tonight. Uh, so this is the movie Creep Show. Uh, Creep Show came out in 1982. Creepshow uh, description from IMDb. Is, IMDb. There he is. <laughs> An anthology which tells five terrifying tales based on the EC horror comic books of the 1950s. This episode, or I'm sorry, nope. <laughs> this movie was directed by George A. Romero, was Woo. written by Stephen King. Stephen King yeah, wrote the yeah, yep. original mm-hmm. screenplay. It's got Stephen King all over it. Okay. Um, the first segment. Uh, that we'll be talking about. I'll, I'll give deets for both of these. Um, so there's the um, the the intro. Well, I don't know, like what we're the wraparound, yeah, the bookends, mm-hmm. yeah, the bookends um, with the uh, the family and the comic book. Um, dad, um, um, there's a dad, a mom, and a little boy. Dad is played by worst actor of all time. A very angry, very uncredited Tom, Tom Atkins. Atkins. Yeah, Tom Atkins has had it in this role. He okay, so has I had it. He's great in this. I I was just going to say, I do want to say one thing that I have softened on my stance on Tom Atkins and I don't actually hate him anymore. Okay, good. I just sometimes I question his choices on how to play a role, but you know, whatever, man. It was a different time. It was a different time and and so much more cocaine. The reason why I I softened on it was I read um, like an interview with the guy who made um, Night of the Creeps. Mm -hmm. I'm blanking on it. Fred Decker. Uh, and he was talking about how when he met um, Tom Atkins, he was just like, wow, this guy is is so cool. And Shane Black, who ended up making The Predator uh, and Lethal Weapon, um, he was just like an extra on the set. And he met Tom Atkins and Tom Atkins treated him like everybody else and was just really cool to everybody. Yeah. And it was like, well, fine. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Tom Atkins probably had the level of success that allowed him to 
still be very down to earth as he was not terribly successful. I mean, he was in some big stuff. He was, he was, but he was never, he was, he was a supporting. He, he never yeah. got pushed over. Yep. Oh yeah, never. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, this opening prologue uh, starred Tom Atkins, uh, uncredited as dad. Uh, Mom was played by um, Eva Jean Sarcini, Saracini, uh, and Billy was played by Little Joe King, who is now known as Joe, Joe Hill, Hill, who is also known as Stephen, Stephen King's, King's son, son. <laughs> who is great in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, well, he does a great job. Well, he went to his father's school of schnacking. Not a subtle this, hand. Yeah, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Here is the description of the prologue from um, the Wikipedia entry. Wikipedia. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jen. High five, Jen. All right. Oh, it's me, Wikipedia. (laughs) Whoa, what is he doing on a skateboard? Whoa, surf's up radical. Where's the water? Pop an ollie. Don't bury me underwater. All right, grind to the answer. Where's my party kink? Bugs, bugs, bugs. Oh, shit, it's a monkey. I have the answers. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. One of our sponsors. A young boy named Billy gets yelled at and slapped by his father, Stan, for reading a horror comic titled Creepshow. Stan reminds his wife that he had not, that he, he hadn't hit a kid that day, so he was owed one. Somebody was going to get the belt tonight, and if it wasn't him. <laughs> I was just going to say, someone was going to get hit. Who do you want it to yeah. be? <laughs> Stan reminds his wife that he had to be hard on Billy because he does not want their son to be reading such quote-unquote crap. As Billy sits upstairs cursing his father with the hopes of him rotting in hell, he hears a sound at the window, which turns out to be a ghostly apparition in the form of the creep from the comic book, beckoning him to come closer. The creep. Uh, so let's talk about this uh, this intro, uh, this prologue. I So I well, personally loved the dialogue in the beginning because within, I think, 10 seconds, Tom Atkins says, crap three times and shit once mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I my immediate reaction to tom atkins yelling at little stephen king was boy oh boy is this kid gonna want to rock <laughs> <laughs> when does he start to spin into right. east night <laughs> yeah. house was a perfect like platonic ideal of an 80s house yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah i was yeah, yeah. waiting to get smashed with some electric guitars <laughs> <laughs> maybe some bikers come through they had amazing toys mm-hmm. this room was a dream oh this oh, room was incredible real. yeah everything like just godzilla all monsters all these things it was a little boy's dream yeah yeah and he had cool posters on the wall like the original bella lugosi dracula poster yeah so all of that stuff was allowed but creep show wasn't hmm. Hmm. were you guys allowed to read comic books when you were a kid i was yeah I actually had some uh, Tales from the Crypt and stuff like that. You know, the funny thing about comic books is that they required um, money, uh-huh. uh, which <laughs> my family had none of. So, do you know where I got my comic books? Where's that? A garage sale. Oh, <laughs> it was it was literally like a five pound sack of comics. So my parents didn't know what was in there. That's why I had like Tales from the Crypt and, and Vault of Horror and stuff like that. I was hoping it was just a sack full of cut out Andy caps. <laughs> Well, I will I will tell you that my brother cleaned um, the local stores. Like there was a butcher shop mm-hmm. in our old neighborhood and he cleaned their basement out for him. So, but instead of a sack full of comics, it was a box full of pornography. pornography. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was reading when yeah. I was eight years old. <laughs> uh, for I the had, articles. For the I articles. Had a, I had a creep show comic book. I think it was an anthology comic book what of of so that's my only now so i knew all of these stories but had never seen the movie until tonight but i knew the stories from the comic book this was my first time watching it as well yeah and it was amazing this is a vhs cover i've seen yeah a million million times Yeah. yeah Um, I was I was telling Ted I I get mixed up between this and Creepshow too. too. I think because I did not watch this one that often because it was so scary. 
it was genuinely like watching this. I remembered that. And a lot of these, I had these like, visceral reactions to. These are mm-hmm. like really scary stories. Oh, it yeah. holds up. Yeah. This movie holds up. Yeah, for sure. Jen, I can attest to this because I, I did watch it with the Hansons that Jen Hansen jumped at a couple of points and then she got mad at herself and was like, you knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid. <laughs> This is why you're only in a mid-level position, you stupid woman. <laughs> you deserve to be under a ceiling. Uh, so it goes from um, it goes from this intro sequence. Anything else we want to say about that uh, that prologue? Other yeah, than the, uh, the very mannish uh, mom. I would just love. Well, uh, what about uh, what about uh, Dad's hair? <laughs> it looked like it was a wig. Yeah, right? it looked like he. Died that himself or something? <laughs> well, he definitely had like a just for men's mm. look and feel. It was a time when you got your hair cut to make it look like you were wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at one point in that opening, Tom Hackins goes downstairs after beating his child. After leaving, leaving a, a slap visible mark on the kid's face. <laughs> Which, by the way, the Amazon. Um, rental thing that I did threw up a piece of trivia which was Stephen King took his son to McDonald's with that makeup on (laughs) (laughs) I am I am better having known that oh god I almost did a spit take you did I was worried just a a now you know what it's like yeah (laughs) just a fun fact um the other thing is he gets downstairs he's like well I got rid of that comic time for a beer it's time to remind my wife this is what dads are for (laughs) (laughs) matt were you taking notes as a new father well uh, immediately i (laughs) shook my child yeah immediately great yeah did you say this is what dads are for go to sleep but once (laughs) once he says that they go back to the bedroom and little stephen king just lays it on with a i hope you You rot rot in in hell. hell I, uh, <laughs> which seemed like, well, maybe you shouldn't be reading these comic no. books. <laughs> if that's your first reaction yeah. to your dad taking one comic book from you, I hope you well and and smacking him in the face. Let's let's okay, let's well. not leave that part out of it. But I mean, as coming from a kid who a had his comic books thrown away and b got slapped in the face, I still didn't wish my dad to rot in hell. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dad is right to set some boundaries here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had my uh, my Mad magazines taken away by a nun. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was. She was the principal at my school, and I had a big stack of them that I. They were like my my pride and joy. I would carry them, you know, wherever I went. And she came up and she said, let me see those. And she took them all and she started like ripping them up and she <gasps> called them pornography. Oh, and I didn't even. I was no. in first grade. I didn't even know what that meant. Oh no. Um. And she's probably dead now. At first, <laughs> good I was her. Take that, God. <laughs> good, good for her. Take that, God. I hope you... No, I don't. I don't. I, I, well, yeah, you got her back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've told Matt this, I think, but when I was a kid, I had Garbage Pail Kids cards, mm-hmm. and oh, I yeah. had like a whole bunch of them, I had a and bunch I too. gave them to my parents because I said, I think they're influencing me to be bad. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, sweet Matt. The reason was oh, that day at Arbor Drugs, I stole three of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I opened a pack and then I took, oh, just took, took three the ones cards? you needed, took out three cards. Oh. I was uh. hoping... <laughs> Was one of them like Melba Toast? I don't know. Mm. Guys. I was hoping what you had done, you were worried they were inf- influencing you because you got into a garbage can and then just vomited everywhere. <laughs> that was up Chuck. Yes. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Truly were the up of Chuck. Uh, by the way, this kid is totally nonplussed when he looks out the window and sees a dancing a skull dude. He's relieved. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, there you are, oh, the creep. there's yep. my father. There's my real father, my floating real, skeleton. There's my real daddy. That Why he am I pretty? Beating off really fast. Yeah, <laughs> unnecessary. It was, it was a romantic look between those. Two. Yeah, was there was not... a. It was a definite knowing glance. Yeah, the creep looked at it and was like, "I'm into it," and yeah. then turned into a cartoon. 
<laughs> we did, yeah, that heavy metal, uh, heavy metal style animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, personally, cool. um, I, I was thinking about this because the '80s was a really big time for animated credits. Like mm-hmm. where it would be a live action movie. Oh shit! Yeah. But all of a sudden, yeah. it would be like, oh hey, we're just gonna have animated credits. Like uh, I'm thinking about Christmas Vacation, even though I know that's a later movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was still that was still '80s though. Okay. Um, I think it was '89 or maybe it was '9. Doesn't matter. Um, because like oh god, what was it? One Crazy Summer had mm-hmm. it, and I yeah. think like Summer Rental and, and a bunch of other movies, usually comedies. Um, had animated credits, and this one I loved the I loved the animated credits for this. Usually, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. usually it was like a. Sometimes it would be cringe-inducing. Sometimes it would be kind of funny mm-hmm. type thing. Um, this one I just loved the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. No. The these worked big time. Beautifully. So yeah. should uh should we try to make shift what the intro is? Uh, of. Well, you see, man. Oh, like where man lives? (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. So, uh, uh, Billy lives in a darkened room of what he believes to be a comic book. But (laughs) there is in this room, outside the window, a floating creepy skull man beating off. Beckoning him to join him. A dark side. A dark side. <laughs> <laughs> the, the door from the creep show opens wide up. Yeah. And we are here in the panels of Father's, Father's Day. Day. Here's the description of uh, Father's Day from Wikipedia. I'm Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> The first story, Father's Day, is an original story by King written for the film. Nathan Grantham, the miserly old patriarch of a family whose fortune was made through bootlegging, fraud, extortion, and murder for hire, is killed on Father's Day by his long-suffering spinster daughter, Bedelia. Bedelia was already unstable as a result of a lifetime spent putting up with her father's incessant demands and emotional abuse, which culminated in his orchestrating the murder of her sweetheart, Peter. Sequence begins in 1979 when the remainder of Nathan's descendants, including Nathan's granddaughter Sylvia, his great grandchildren Richard Cass, and Cass's husband Hank, get together for their annual dinner on the third Sunday in June. All right. Oh, uh, and the people who are in it uh, Carrie Nye played uh, Sylvia. She was the mother. Okay. Um, Aunt Bedelia was played by Vivica Lanfors. I just want to point out, I fucking loved her. She's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's great. Uh, Ed Harris played Hank Blaine. A, a young a Ed Harris. A young oh, baby, baby disco dancing Ed Harris, <laughs> who is giving some serious Jason Priestley vibes in this. Mm. I don't know Ooh. if you guys noticed that, but I was like, who does he? Okay. Oh, I have a lot of notes about awesome. him. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Shook played Richard Grantham. John Lorner played Nathan Grantham. Nathan's corpse was played by John, John Amplis. Amplis. Uh and Mrs. Danvers was played by Nan Mogg, which is the greatest name in the it world. It is pretty great. Yeah. So uh, just a note, uh, John Amplis uh, played Martin in um, the movie Martin from George oh, A. Romero. No oh, yeah. all right. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So we open on, as far as I can tell, an episode of Arrested Development. Yeah. Well, I wrote down, <laughs> is this a smoke and tea party? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote I wrote that it was waspier than a raid commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Ed Harris like swooping the tea <laughs> to his mouth? What was that? Side that what was he doing? I think he was trying to make sure that it breathed enough. Or, or he, that's his weird way of cooling it down. Or that's his weird gotta act classy in this yeah. scene. Yeah. It's he I mean it's a lot stu- of hand gesture <laughs> business going on in this. Yeah. A lot of business. Harris business. Mm. My name is Harris Business. Oh. I'm a detective. <laughs> well, what are you gonna get to the bottom of? Bottom of a bun cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the cake detective. I'm the cake detective, Harris Business, P.I. The P is for pie, and the I is for I don't think so because I investigate cakes. Anyway, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> Tell this story. <laughs> it seemed that you just. Oh no, Harris Business just passed out. Oh my god, he's turning oh, into crumbs. Oh no. <laughs> He died doing what he loved. Uh, 28 million roaches just <laughs> ate all of it and then left. Spoiler alert. All right. Okay. 
they're they're <laughs> the most unhappy wasps in the world. Yes, are in a room talking about waspy shit. Buzz, buzz, deadly. Um, one of the one of the daughters. So uh, there is the so granddaughters, I believe, mm-hmm. right? So that would that was I was a little bit confused about who everybody was. Yeah, there yeah. Is they, a grand they don't dame. explain it very well. There's yes. a grand dame. Yes, she's the one that looks like she ate a bowl of lemons, and <laughs> her face stayed like that for the rest of her life. Yes, right. Miss Havisham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there is her beloved uh, stepson or son or grandson. I don't know. I think yeah, maybe those are, are or, or are those her I children? Thought the, I thought that those, those were. Are... I thought that those were her children, and her father. Her father was... is the one that comes back for yes. Father's well, Day. Ed, Ed yes. Harris is the is the boyfriend. Is married he's, the he's, yeah. the, he's, he's the husband yeah, he's of yeah. the granddaughter. Yeah. Yes. Where was <clears> the wife of the other guy? Mm-hmm. So I never got anybody's name, and I think that was the hard part. Yeah, it was. Some of them they they don't say the names at first or at or all. ever. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote down character names for this, and I'm still yeah. not sure who is who. I know Hank I is know, Ed Harris. Yeah, and I know Bedelia, <laughs> and then the rest of it is just and Mrs. A Danvers. Shoot. Oh yeah, yeah, Miss Danvers, the servant. Yeah, and so then Nathan and Nathan Nathan must be the grand the, the great grandfather the father. Oh, oh. Uh, because Nathan's corpse is played by Nathaniel. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then Richard is Richard the is son. Yeah. Well, the, the grandson. grandson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Ed Harris. Ed Harris's wife is Cass. Yes. Cass is a sex pot. She is one thousand percent a sex pot. And she starts shimmy shaking over to Ed Harris. <laughs> yeah. And Sylvia Grantham is like, "You're a hog." <laughs> You, <laughs> mar- you married you yourself married a, a great hog. hog. <laughs> a great hog. Yeah, but you knew that, didn't you? And she is like, mm, I like it when you call me names. Yeah. I'm just going to eat this olive. I'm going to tie this olive into a, <laughs> into a knot. Mm, look what I can do with a pit. <laughs> I made a poo-poo. <laughs> It's like a turtle came by and pooped on the table. Mm. <laughs> I'm sexy and grown. Why? Why? Why is any of this happening? <laughs> but here's what really happens. Uh, Sylvia Grantham just decides to story time about Aunt Bedelia putting her on blast. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. she well, she also just starts to air family dirt that probably shouldn't be getting out. Like... I don't tell people a lot of things about my family because I don't particularly think they care. But also, some of it, maybe they don't want to know, and I don't want them to know. Well, this Ed Harris is he's in the family now. He needs to know these things, <laughs> you know. Eh, but he could always turn state's evidence. Mm. Um, so she starts talking because Ed Harris oh. says he's like, "Oh, Aunt Bedelia, uh, isn't she the one that?" And then they all go like, "Murdered her father." Yeah. Yes. Well, let's tell you in detail. Yes. <laughs> So, great aunt Bedelia's uh, husband was killed in a quote unquote hunting accident. That what did they call it? A May October romance or oh, something? Oh yeah, along those lines? more like December December. Ooh. Ooh. Wouldn't that just mean they were the same age? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so her husband was killed in a hunting accident. Accident in quotes. Accident in quotes, but really. It, we are led to believe that Bedelia's father had killed this guy him. killed yes. or killed this man. Right. Yes. So when you started to read the description about him being a lout yes. and him being the kind of guy who was drug running and whatever, mm-hmm. bootlegging, I didn't pick up any of that. I didn't either. I wonder if there were like, maybe she mentioned it in like a she, sentence or uh, something. She mentions it when she is at, she's in front of her dad's tombstone that she talks about, um, I don't think she necessarily oh, the, says murder for hire, but she talks about the bootlegging, and I think she says like the killing and whatever. She does actually reference how bad of a person her dad is and how he made his money, mm-hmm. but it's um, it's probably more well described in the story Stephen King wrote. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, when they say Aunt Bedelia is a father murderer. <laughs> They do this weird cutaway to her father in a picture frame. Yes. I like this. I loved it, though. 
Yeah, the cutting back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I loved I loved the framing with you know where they would show someone in a window or a picture frame or something like comic that. book style. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wrote, he's a kook, and he's in a picture frame. <laughs> Banging that cane Banging on that cane on the table. Oh. Oh. Where's my cake, Bedelia? Now, Bedelia will be there at 6 p.m. Sharp. You she always is. You can, yeah, you can set your watch fire. Yeah. And lo and behold, raring it up. In, in a Duesenberg. <laughs> smoking a cigar. She's badass. So I Did wanted you, to know uh, what you guys thought. Bedelia looked like. If Carrie Fisher survived to age 80? Ooh. I wrote down a uh, combination of Diane Keaton, Slash, and Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that she was the cover model of eccentric spinster weekly. Oh, very nice. <laughs> mm. I also mm-hmm. had Diane Keaton's mm-hmm. like, yep. yeah. crazy aunt. Yep. I like that. So every Father's Day, she uh, she comes back to the house. She has a ritual. She has a ritual uh, because uh, the her father and apparently many of their ancestors are buried, are buried on the in property. a graveyard on the property. Um, she goes to slur with a slightly Irish accent. She goes yeah. in between different accents. Yeah. She's. It was yeah. I I loved her though. So yeah, whatever. I did too. So she goes to the grave, she meditates, she talks, and then we have a nice ham dinner. <laughs> she confesses to the murder, yeah. to the person she murdered, where it's like, yeah, I don't think you have to confess to the guy you killed. He knows you killed him. Right. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> he was He was the murderer. He was the murderer, he baby. There. <laughs> now, this is, there's a few. Baby, I, he, got the, he got the murder. I will not murder you. I just want to say that right now on this baby. podcast. Hey, Matt. That's how yeah, we make it I work. won't murder you either. I appreciate it. I will not murder you. You... I can only make one <laughs> agreement tonight. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm real. Just, I'm gonna try really I'm, hard not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did not buy yours <laughs> the way that you said it. Hey, Betty. Hey, Betty. <laughs> no what way. No way am yeah. I gonna murder you. I can't even I imagine d- doing that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I do not no. have detailed plans of your murder. Also, with diagrams. Time. Oh, right. Why is that PowerPoint on? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a few things that happen. Um, Ed Harris does not look like he's comfortable getting touched. <laughs> <laughs> like he also what? does not look comfortable disco dancing on camera. But, oh, um, fuck! We're I don't know. He there. looks great. But at one point, Aunt Bedelia says, screech to a halt, I must say. <laughs> and I just wrote, it's wacky, Aunt Ed Grimley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must say. Oh, I must say. Uh, killed my father with an ashtray. Oh, bang, bang. <laughs> oh, oh, the triangle is the best instrument, I must say. <laughs> And also because of the way he killed her or she killed him, there's no trouble with the will. The will's fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. So actually, Aunt Bedelia did the family a great service. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to, so Aunt Bedelia stumbles out of the car and is approaching the grave. And now we're seeing the flashback of her murdering her father. Yeah, that's where he yeah. was, he calls her a bitch. Yep. He's slamming his I cane on the table. Cake, I want you my bitch. It's Father's Day. Where's my cake? You I, promised. Can I just ask you guys a question? Sure. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get your dad a cake for Father's Day? Mm, did no. not. No, no, it was not a cake no. holiday not for us. A... No, no, that's it, a Thai holiday. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a coffee mug holiday. Yeah, where it's got like a mustache strainer. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> I don't know if your dads had mustaches, but mine did, and I got him a coffee mug with a duck on it. And I had a mustache strainer, and I was like, oh, my God, this was made for my dad. And then, like, a year or two later, I found it in the very back of a cupboard. Aww. And I was like, oh. And the cat's in the cradle in the sails. Why didn't we play catch? <laughs> <laughs> What's a mustache strainer? It's just like a thing on the front so they don't get their mustache wet when they're drinking coffee. Really? Well, I learned something today, and I hope you did too, listeners. 
Well, I, you learned something about me and my dad, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Ahead, we're, we're watching this cake uh, get decorated by Aunt Bedelia, <laughs> yep. or in a segment I like to call cake decorating for beginners, <laughs> because she is piping roses and florets on this thing, mm-hmm. and then just gets a case of the fuckets. <laughs> Because she empties the whole the bag. whole tube. Yeah, it is. A and good Mrs. Danvers, the uh, well, I think that Mrs. Danvers was the one originally decorating it, and then Bedelia got a hold of that, and that's when the dad called her a bitch, and then it was just frosting guts on top of the cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting because that's exactly how Amelia Bedelia would decorate a cake. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Crossover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She uh, she enters the room, the grand dining hall, where he is. Where's my cake? Bang, 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 bang. bang. She's like, bang, bang. I've bang, had bang. it. Picks up ashtray. Whack. I loved this effect. Yeah. What was this movie rated? R. R. Hard yeah, R. It was R. Yeah. Hard to believe that this was an R because of how stylized the violence was. Like they That's did. true. There were a few places there were though few where it places. gets uh, a little gory. I would think in the the crate and in the uh, crate yeah. and uh, oh geez, what was the one? I don't know. In retrospect, this well, seems like know. a maybe PG something a, to tie maybe you it was over. PG thirteen? No, PG thirteen wasn't crated no, no, until eighty five. I think. Okay. Yeah, it was it, R. They I also could... say fuck a bunch of times. That's mm. true. It's probably for language. I mean, I was not bowled over by the violence in it comparatively to. There is there is quite a bit of blood during the crate, and the the, cockroaches do burst out of Upton Pratt at the end, which is gross as hell. It wasn't. It wasn't. uh, There wasn't a ton of gore, but there was some real gore, and and it was uh, yeah, scary. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I wasn't. I wasn't bowled over by the violence, but again, I think I'm just jaded. I think I'm just jaded. This was. Sorry, I uh, now I'm scrolling through the the Wikipedia page and uh, under sequels, sequels and adaptations. Um, so there's the uh, Creep Show television series was announced in July of 2018, which yep, was with produced Craig by Greg and Taro and yeah, Shutter. Shutter. Yeah. But then also, do you guys have you guys heard of Creep Show Raw? Yes. No. The YouTube thing they made one episode and it had Volder. Wilder, Wilder Brom- Brom- Rama. Yeah, 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 and fecal features fecal, <laughs> fecal features oh, <laughs> fecal Michael Madsen, <laughs> the fecal Jesus. <laughs> Is this like a claymation thing? You know, what? it's funny. I've taken a lot of dumps and looked and thought, oh, <laughs> Michael, Michael Madsen. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Hey, it's Mr. Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> if he wouldn't have done what I told him not to do. Well, you she, did a number two. <laughs> she goes to his grave. And has a segment I like to call Jim Beam and Soliloquies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's when she starts confessing to the person she murdered that she murdered him, where it's like, he he knows. And this is where her accent is rolling around all yes. over the place. What did you, what did we hear? What accents? Um, I'm pretty sure there was a Jamaican in there at some point. There was Irish, there was Scottish. Um, there was like a Southie. I mean, she I wrote like a Russian sort of. Straight. Was it just drunk, or was it supposed to be an actual accent? I think it was drunk. I thought it was straight. I say, yeah, it was. It was just ping ponging all over the place. All right. Yeah. Well, she's so drunk that she drops bit Jim Bean, and without knowing what happened next, I just wrote the power of Jim Bean compels you. <laughs> <laughs> And then out of nowhere, hand thrust out of yeah. the ground. Ooh. This was awesome. Right? This was awesome. Where's my cake? The effects in this segment are top notch. They are the top effects, notch. The effects yeah. in the whole, mo- the whole movie, it's it's um, Tom Savini doing the makeup. Yeah. yeah. And the vocal effects are great. Like I not love just the not vocal just the special effects. effects, but the vocal effects on everything. Yes. And the when the violence happens in all of these, um, uh, especially some later ones. You're talking about uh, the lighting? Yeah, the change yes. in the lighting. Yeah, yeah where really they have cool. Like yeah. where from one end it'll be red, from the other it'll be blue. Yeah. yeah I just oh Yeah, just really love neat. It. Love it, love it, love it. Well, murder zombie wants cake. Mm-hmm. It's as clear as clear can be. Mm-hmm. And so he grabs Bedelia and he starts to strangle her while he's 
yelling, where's my cake, Bedelia? Right. Well, you know what we should do? Cut to Cut Ed to Harris. Disco dancing. Disco as dancing. As <laughs> Dude, Ed Harris. I could watch that all uh, day. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that could yeah. be in an eternal loop for yeah. me. So uncomfortable. Yeah. He is lithe. This he looks great. Yeah, he's yeah. in Sears tough ga- guy pants. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a giant belt buckle. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this is totally the end of the seventies. Yeah, where they're still making like wide looped belt pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like really pretty much the Johnny Carson collection. Yeah, <laughs> like really quality. <laughs> Like Sansa belts, yes, stuff, mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. belts built into the pants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is, she's cutting a rug. She's oh, terrific. She is. In the, and, I, I, I mean, loved her. He's he's keeping up, in my opinion. He he's doing a great job. I mean, he still looks super uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. but he looks like he's kind of having fun with her. Yeah, yeah. Well, like like young couples do when you go to your in-laws' house, that you just put on some music and you start dancing. Dancing. <laughs> That's uh, exactly yeah. what I do yeah. when I go over right. to yeah. Yeah. I Catherine's mean, parents. Every time yeah. I've ever been over a girlfriend's house and they talked about how one of the other family members murdered someone, sure, we put on some music and we start dancing. And you, you know, they won't start dinner yet because someone hasn't finished wailing at a grave. <laughs> right, it's like, oh, right. is it ham time yet? No. Well, let's disco dance. Yeah. Can we disco dance for a minute yeah. and then have some ham time? <laughs> I want my ham time. It is a cycle of violence in this family. Yeah. Ham time. Ham time. time. It follows Saved by the Bell. Yes. <laughs> it's all pork because it's ham time. Flip an ollie on the ham board. Oh, bonus pork. Good eats. Get my pig. Well, Ed Harris decides that Although this family smokes inside, mm-hmm. I smoke outside, yeah. baby. Or yeah. he just wants to get away from the crazy. One or yeah. the other. Well, he's as smooth as smooth can be. Can you see him light that match? Come oh, on. Man. Yeah. Flicks this it off the, his this thumb. This is the second one that he did. He did one earlier yeah. when they're sitting, when it's, when we're starting at story time. And he's just, yeah. He he does one on his thumb. He does one against the against back the wall. Against the cherub. He also well, not does the, the cherub ooh. hasn't happened yet. I That's, know, but yeah, just yeah, yeah I'm just coming up. Yeah, he does yeah. one behind his back against the wall. Yeah, this guy is so smooth. Ugh. Oh damn, God, he's smooth. Ed Harris, he's he's handsome in this. He is playing mm-hmm. match strike bingo. He is <laughs> young. He looks good. He's giving me Jason Priestley. That forehead, though, I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, well, I mean, he could he could have played a senior on nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now he he needs it a little bit more. You mm. know, he's uh, hungry. He's hungry. He's yeah. his looks are just starting to fade, but it's still <laughs> been still close enough to the glory days that he can still taste them. Mm-hmm. But now he's gonna take whatever he can get. But he's gonna ride it like a snake straight to hell. <laughs> What was he writing? A snake straight to hell. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That old phrase? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. He goes to the gravesite. Mm-hmm. Well, he sees that the, the door to the car is open. Aunt Bedelia's car is open. He looks in. Things can't, seem a little can't weird. jerk off in here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when he starts walking a little further. He sees that the um, the flower stem has been broken keeps walking a little further that's when he's in the area with the cherub he flicks his match on it lights another cigarette mm-hmm. things start to seem weird and that's when you start to hear noises you know branches breaking mm-hmm. or you know other weird noises you start to see a little bit of fog coming yeah. up off the ground and he starts saying is someone there aunt bedelia no it's not me <laughs> oh okay walks a little further in and I believe this is when he falls into an open grave. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, <coughs> they play this one a little schlocky. I didn't mind it, but I wrote um, slow reaction Harris is what they used to call me. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Harris is sitting or is laying on his down, back, yeah. on his back, looking up at a tombstone that is shaking and moving forward. And yeah. his reaction is. I'm pretty Who? comfy. 
<laughs> if I stay very still, it won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a T-Rex. Like, mm, Just in case it is. Oh, it starts with a t- tombstone starts with a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you move, a tombstone will see you and move faster. <laughs> if he hadn't worn himself out with all of the disco dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so... The the first time, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't run away. The second time, he starts to move very slowly out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when he grabs the side and pulls Aunt Bedelia on top of them. Yes, and yeah. then it keeps moving, and then instead and we of cut back and forth to the moon a couple of times, yeah, which made me think this was foreshadowing like Apollo thirteen and <laughs> the right stuff. I get you. Yeah, that is so deep. Yeah, it all. Well, this all movie adds up, actually right? is like Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- yes. That the moon landing is a hoax, and yeah. we all know it. Yep. Yeah. And it's also about the treatment of Native Americans. And mm-hmm. there was that, you know, that accident or, or you know, the big problem in Apollo Thirteen, and then yeah. Harris has a problem in this. Yeah, yeah. In in this one, he also fails to get to the moon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ted. That's right. <laughs> Did he get to the moon? But at least he, he didn't did get not. chlamydia. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, slow reaction Harris has a tombstone fall on his head after, where's my cake? Yeah. So uh, so, zombie granddad is is using like... Psycho... I, I wrote that zombie dad carries that shit. Yeah. With his mind. Yeah, carry. Oh, I didn't. Oh, carry. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. like pick uh, up and carry. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought for a minute, I thought psych- Psycho Grandpa was like behind it pushing. It seems like that's what it is until they cut to him on the other side, like willing it to move yeah. with his hands. Um, and then. Which seemed weird because that was the only time he did any sort of like force pull. Right. Yeah. Every, but everything else, he like strangled people and. Yeah. He yeah. got his hands dirty. This one, yeah. I, I guess yeah. he didn't oh, want to did. get his hands dirty with Ed Harris. Did he demand cake from Ed Harris? I don't remember. Uh, he just demanded cake from anyone in general. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He led with, yeah. uh, where's my cake? Cake. Okay. Yeah, good. Well, now it's time to go back to more disco dancing. Yeah. And to be fair, though, real quick. Cake is delicious. Sure. True. Cake is delicious. And Let's if, not make this about the cake. If I felt well, that I not, was uh, owed cake and I did not get it, I'd that would that to me would be a great injustice. I'd come and back I from would, the grave. Yeah. 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 Cake it's can smooth over a lot of family. <laughs> yeah. Let's, life, you know? Let this show go on the record that this is not the cake's fault. Yes. No. Yeah. We, no, are no, we not, don't want to be a cake blaming. We are not podcast. cake blaming. We are <laughs> not, not cake shaming. Cake shaming. We are not cake flaming. Not cake splaining. No. Uh, I love a good cake splain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's see what happens because the matriarch hates the dancing. Yep. And is confused as to what's going on. So she's gonna go out and search. She goes into the main hall and she's calling for the maid. She's like, hey. Mrs. Danvers. Mrs. Danvers. Mrs. Danvers. Now, they're doing an amazing job building tension here. Yeah, they are. The room's dimly lit. There are some muddy footprints on the floor. She goes into the kitchen. More more muddy footprints. She Mm. goes over to this... It was like a walk-in freezer, I think. Yeah, like a captain's door or something like that. Yes, that has a round window in it. Yes, a porthole. And there's Mrs. Danvers dead against it. And then... Party cake! Where's my cake? Next nap. This next nap was legendary. Oh, yeah. It was fucking great. That it went was so, all the way around. It, it yeah. was a 180 next nap. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Again, the effects hold up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They really 100%. do. It's great. Because they're practical. Yeah. yeah. Practically unbelievable <laughs> how good they are. <laughs> and uh, now we cut back to the... Um, now it is the brother and sister are the only ones left, and we are playing classic one at a time. Go see what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, now, twelve it, little Indians, isn't mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. Did anybody else notice that Cass cannot walk anymore because she's been disco dancing so hard? Oh, I did Maybe. not. <laughs> she has a limp. Like she is like moving slower. 
I wonder if she hurt herself during the disco dancing. She was. I would not. I. <laughs> she did not. She warm was up. letting it all. Hang yeah, out. she, she was. did not warm up. She did not mm. stretch beforehand. Well, they get to the same spot that Mrs. Grantham was in, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, through the door, bursts. Where's my cake? But instead of a cake in his hand, he has a silver tray. With Mrs. Grantham's head on it. And it's got frosting on it and candles on it. And he says, I got my, my cake. cake. And then uh, the the two grandchildren put their hands up and ah. Uh, and then it goes to comic book. the comic book cell. And mm-hmm. I just want to point out gag, gag and arg. arg. Yes. <laughs> I wrote the little voice bubbles in my notes. Gag <laughs> arg. Oh, you best bet. Best buds, and that's the first. Uh, that's yeah. the first vignette. Great yeah. way to kick it off. Oh, mm-hmm. loved it, loved it, loved it. Well, let's be back with more transmissions after this. All right, Dance Fever coming up next. It's time for Dance Fever, starring Denny Terrio. Dance Fever, the show featuring the country's top disco dancers. Dance Fever, this year competing for cash and prizes worth more than seventy-five thousand dollars. With this week's celebrity judge. Dance Actress comedian Mimi Kennedy. From Love Boat, Gavin McLeod. Horseshack from Welcome Back Potter, Ron Palillo, and roller star Johnny Poole. And now, here's Denny. Welcome to Solid Gold. Now in stereo. And the Solid Gold dancers Darcel, Pam, Beverly. Jamila, Cooley, Mark, Eileen, and Nicole. And we're back, baby. I used to have a poster on my wall of the solid gold dancers that I got out of a box of Special K. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. They were, I I watched so much solid gold because um, not only the dancing, but uh, there was a little puppet on that show. I don't know if you. Oh, was there a little I puppet? do not remember the puppet. What? A little, a little sassy old lady puppet. Oh. Madam? Yes! Oh my god, Madam was on solid gold. Oh, yeah. The yeah. time. Oh, and it god. was fantastic. Hilarious. She was sassy. I will give yeah. I will mm-hmm. give that puppet that. Mm-hmm. What's next? Anything else we want to say about this uh this episode or up to this this point? This, this uh vignette. This vignette. I uh, aside from that, I loved it. Yeah. And then I thought that it was pitch perfect. Yeah, that's it. And it was a really, I mean, it was just a simple story. Yep. As simple a story as could be on a a Tales episode, but just well executed. I I think this show just had money and better scripts, or this movie just had a good script and had money. This movie, I think, had around a $3 million budget. Uh, It had an $8 million budget. Oh, oh, holy shit. Yes, yeah. Well, considering that the Tales from the Dark Side episodes had in the second season and beyond two hundred thousand, yeah, that is a bit of a disparity. Two hundred thousand an episode, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So these vignettes, um, if you total them up on Tales from the Dark Side budget, would be a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And they were all made before. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So it's even more money. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to stop the episode right here, and we'll be trying to do the next four in the next episode. If it doesn't happen, <laughs> we're going to break it into another episode after that. But we yep. got to rate this one. Oh, Jen, give us a rating. Guys, scale of one to ten, how many party cakes would you give this episode? Ten. I'd give it a nine. Nine party cakes. I'm in an eight and a half. I'm giving it nine party cakes. Oh, it looks so good. It's great. Mm. And it's such a great intro. I I, I mean, 
if it did not have a disco dancing baby Ed Harris, mm. I might have given it nine, nine and a half. But that really just pushes it over the edge. It does. Yeah. Um, I have one more party cake commercial if we I don't know if we need to get more sponsors in. Well, if you have one that you got to share. Yeah. Fudgy the Whale is back. That's a whale of a cake for Whale of a Dad. It's your participating Carvel ice cream store. Yep. And this year, your Carvel dealer makes them loaded with fudge and nuts. And you can get fudgy with an ocean to serve 20 people. But if you want to send Fudgy the Whale to a Whale of a Dad anywhere in the Carvel territory, you call the phone number that you see here. Thank you. And have a happy day, Dad. It just, uh, um, just uh, Pat Oswalt has a great bit about the Fudgy the Whale commercial, the, the Carvel commercials. Uh, but I think that is truly a party cake yeah. that any father would enjoy for Father's Day. Yeah, my God, you guys, it says you're a whale of a dad. You're a whale of a dad. <laughs> All right. Boy, what would have happened if he if he had gotten a Fudgy the Whale? He wouldn't have come back from the dead. No, he would have stayed dead. I mean, she still could have murdered him. Have whale stay dead. (laughs) (laughs) You can get in contact with our show at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter. And that's also our website, TFTDS.com. We'll take you directly to our page where you can subscribe to us whichever which way you like uh, you can also send us an email at t from the dark side at gmail.com all right uh am i forgetting anything ted do you want to come back uh next week and uh watch well, uh, talk a little more about creep show uh if i can spare the time sure okay great right. okay. well okay. we'll see you next week ted yeah and right. guys try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight oh that's right try to enjoy the daylight Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.